0: Welcome to the Sixers Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Will Coffin. Joining me is Justin Maltz, once again. Maltz, how are you doing, buddy?
1: Doing well. It's It's been a while since we uh, had a podcast, a recorded one. A lot lot's happened in the Sixers uh, organization, and uh, happy to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's more of the same, but it's news. Still, well, you know, given a lot of the Harden Simmons, you know, whatever. But there is some new stuff on the, the trade front, it seems. And, you know, today we're going to talk about the recent games, of course, we've, we've taken about a month off uh, in between episodes. That It won't be as long for the next one for those who care because the trade deadline is coming up. So we'll be back in around a week with that. This will probably be the last one before that, though. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about the recent games. We're going to talk about Harden, Beal, Simmons, MVP stuff. You know the deal. So well, uh, we'll start with the Grizzlies game. It was probably the best game of the season. I don't know if you would agree with me there. I think it's between that and the Heat game. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that was, you know, to have no Embiid, uh going against the Grizzlies, who are, you know, one of the top teams in the West with John Morant, it was impressive to see how Maxie really stepped up. And Tobias had a great game, but to see Maxie, you know, score, I, I forget exactly what he had, 30 plus points, I can tell you that, um, and, and just be aggressive the entire game was was impressive, especially in his second season, um, you know, missing Simmons and having, just a a really a need to fill or a role to fill. Um, It just provided a lot of scoring. I thought Maxi played really, really well. Um, It was impressive. The shooting overall was great. They went into overtime. I did notice, of course, and as you saw, John Morant is the real deal. He torched us. Um, Luckily, you know, we got lucky to pull away with a win. Really at the end, I thought we were gonna lose that game for, you know, a few possessions there, but we held on, got the W and that's what good teams do. Um, You know, so yeah.
0: Yeah, before the game, I bet against the Sixers because I saw Joel was out and we were three and a half point underdogs. And I was like, well, we're going to get smoked by the Grizzlies. I mean, we saw what happened the first game against the Grizzlies to yep. start of the year. And uh, you mentioned Morant. And obviously, lost my bet. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned Morant. Now, I I do want to say this is kind of something I was thinking about during the entire thing is that similar to when DeJounte Murray played, put up very good stats against us. I'm not saying DeJounte Murray played poorly. But and same with John ja Morant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he did have nine turnovers though, and you can tell yeah. Matisse is is in his head a lot of times. Like yeah. just it, 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 ja doesn't usually play that way. Um, I would say like he was definitely he was terrified to shoot because I think he was worried about Matisse blocking him. He just went to the rim every time because he knew he could sometimes get by Matisse when he reaches for a steal, which smart move by John ja Morant. But it, it's just crazy that even when a guy goes off, you know, fibles out there just changing how another player plays and he's clearly just frustrating him uh no Embiid as we mentioned uh it was nice to see a game although I just want to say once again it's fucking infuriating every time that Maxi plays well it's without Embiid and it's not like they don't fit together it's just that whenever Embiid's in for some reason we just don't go to Maxi yeah
1: yeah yeah, it's yeah, like the, it's like the will that. to turn it on, really. I mean, it's kind of, it's not, it's different than the Simmons, of course, but it's that same thing where, like, mentally, you know, hey, when do I attack the basket? When do I pass? Whatever it is, it's that aggressiveness. And, you know, when Embiid's out, Max, he's like, hey, I'm the dude. You know, it's supposed to be. The yeah, boss, but I,
0: I, I don't think boss. it's a Maxi thing. I think it's a Doc Rivers thing. Like, okay, he just I mean, doesn't have the ball as much. And, like, the game plan completely changes. Well, yeah. And but but, but once should. again,
1: I, what I think if Embiid's on the court I and mean, he's your best player, obviously the ball should go to him.
0: But right, right, there, but we don't. Need, I don't need to see Tobias Harris taking up the ball for some for well, whatever reason. I don't need to see Maxi just standing on the three point line like passing it around.
1: Like, but yeah, I mean, that's like the go difference and right do there. some pick and
0: roll, do do some drives. Uh, he's got a killer mid range, you know. Like he can, he's great at attacking the basket. Like let him. Att- he can still attack even with MB there. Like well, yeah. we 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 saw that one with aggressive Ben. Yeah. Like I, I actually think if we used him how we used like regular season Ben, we'd be much better off.
1: Yeah, I, I just think because he's kind of the third slash fourth option at times, you know, it's really in B than Tobias. I mean, that's yeah,
0: but it even shouldn't though I be think Tobias it shouldn't be,
1: I agree, I agree. I think Maxi is more talented than Tobias offensively. He just has better moves overall. Um, it's just a better scorer at this point in his career.
0: Uh, and but, like late in the shot clock, I trust him to not take a fade away. I'll actually yeah, no, to Tobias.
1: Even though Tobias has looked better recently, once again, not a Tobias fan in, in, in any way, but you know, he's looked better recently. Um, but, but Maxie, you know, it's just interesting to see how they fit with Embiid. And it, like you said, it does, they do fit together. It's not like Maxie can't. Yeah. Shoot. It's
0: not like, it's not like the Simmons, Simmons Embiid thing where it's like, all right, well, what do you want Simmons to do with the ball when Embiid's like exactly. standing in, in the paint? And what do you want Embiid to do? And Simmons is there because Maxi, uh, I still believe he's shooting 40% from three and he still takes a good amount. He's been, I feel like recently, especially, I guess not recently, it's been like a couple weeks. Uh, he's been a much more willing three point shooter shot four uh yesterday and uh the craziest part about yesterday's game for me was the four blocks that he had and i saw they posted that stat line like whoever's had like that an equivalent everyone who's done that is in the hall of fame except like i think it was like <laughs> lebron's the only one which
1: you're yeah. gonna
0: go out on a limb here lebron's gonna make the hall of fame so yeah, ah, uh, we'll <laughs> see no, yeah. yeah well who, who knows with this current season? But, <laughs> oh my god um yeah i mean just uh, honestly like now the Sixers, since they don't have guys who are good at the end of possessions, we haven't seen a whole lot of buzzer beaters recently. The last one, I honestly, the last one I remember is like when Ben Simmons hit the tip in against the Spurs, <laughs> and not that the Maxi one was like a buzzer beater to win the game, but it, was, it it was reminiscent of the TJ thing. I would just you know he the Thibault throws it out, uh, Maxi gets on the break and, and the like they, they're after. trying to foul and he takes the layup to you know celebrate. Also yep. reminiscent of Mo Cheeks in the finals, but uh, mm-hmm. Mo Cheeks traveled and whatever, and Steph Curry stepped on the court and they should have called the technical. <laughs> but there he
1: goes Steph Curry. Well, that,
0: that officiating I will say like yeah I'm not going to complain about the officials I thought they let him play but I thought it was wildly inconsistent like there were some times where I was like it looked like they were fouling a lot and they weren't you know calling it on both sides like I thought the Sixers were getting mugged or the you know Grizzlies were doing whatever and they weren't doing anything uh and even that corner three that Zaire Williams shot I, I think you could argue that there was a foul on that and but hey a win's a win Especially without Embiid, you need all the ones you can get. Without that,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. And
0: I should mention we're recording this because this is going to come out. People are going to wonder why we're not talking about the Wizards game, I guess. But uh, well, a because it's Wizards without Beal. Uh, B, we're recording during because I I don't need to see this if we lose. Kill me. I don't know, which we're currently losing, I believe. <laughs> but uh, uh,
1: we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know they're a break right now. Uh, all right. So. Do you have any more? Th- I mean, we mentioned Tobias playing well. I still don't think he's playing that much better. I don't know. Like, like I do think his decision making is a little bit quicker. What, what have you been thinking in general his move, about his game? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't his, think it's just the shots going in. I think he's been actually playing better.
1: His moves in the paint just in general, like it do seem like he's making quicker decisions. It, the, he's just making more shots. I mean, that's honestly what I've noticed the the, the most. And it just seems a little more efficient recently um just gets into his offense quicker which is the most important thing especially when you're paying him strictly and, pretty much for offense
0: right and i I don't know if it's i don't know what the numbers are exactly but i will say once again just kind of feels like he uh he's like stepping into threes like he'll stand a little bit further out and now he just steps into a three before he used to hug the three-point line and he would either like shoot and miss because it was like a awkward way to catch and shoot the ball or he would usually drive in and take a contested 12 footer
1: yeah no Tobias the last few games I mean five attempts from three two attempts five attempts three attempts one attempt so there's a past couple of games so I mean he's you know I don't know what the average is whatever that is I don't have it on me three per game-ish maybe I mean that you'd still have to see it go up but
0: yeah he should be shooting around 10 I mean everybody should really shoot more threes it, not just six I feel yeah. like uh yeah. that's I'm actually gonna, we're gonna talk about that later when we get to someone else but uh Lakers game I didn't see a ton of it, admittedly, which this sounds like the worst podcast of all time because I'm talking about how I didn't see the Wizards game and I'm not seeing this. Trust me, I watch a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, Lakers game, I just want to say Embiid, the fact that Davis used to be thought as being better than Embiid was always, abs- I always thought it was absurd, just eye test. We, like Davis has never been a guy that's passed the eye test that much. I always thought Embiid was way better on defense and maybe, out, maybe not on the perimeter as Davis because that's where I think Davis is really versatile. But offensively, like Davis is not even close to being like dominant. Where Embiid overpowers everyone, no one can stop him. And then also he can he's an incredible mid-range shooter. I feel like Davis is just like a poor man's Embiid. He's not as big either. Like I, I don't know, he's got he's kind of got the guard skills, but now Embiid does too. So I, I don't know. I just think it's laughable. What, what are your thoughts on? the well, uh, yeah. I think most people would agree with us. I'm just like even regular nba fans but like i don't even think it's close between the two well we're, i, th- I think a
1: few years ago you had a real debate uh, well
0: I, yeah I off mean, the bubble i mean everyone would have said davis better
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but but at this point i mean davis has had a lot of injuries he missed a good chunk of the season so far i mean now he's back but but and is just a more dominant player on on both ends it really seems although davis laterally on defense still has an uh, an advantage there but
0: Embiid's very good laterally though like like, I I agree with you that's what I was saying earlier but I'm just saying like Embiid is some of the stuff that Davis is like so unique at is Embiid also has that unique ability Embiid's
1: right there with him and then offensively dominant in the paint yeah and and and, not guarding one-on-one
0: Davis isn't like dominant he relies a lot on shooting and his shooting he's a little more skill a
1: little a little more finesse than Embiid you know in certain areas even though Embiid this year and even last year when he was making his MVP case and he's doing it again this season, it just looks like a different player than you know the, the previous few years that he's been in the league. He's just developed. And this is obviously this is his prime right now. I mean, he can't play much better basketball than he's playing at his position. The things that he is doing, you know, fadeaway jumper, whatever it may be, we all see him play, you know, in the games, the moves that he has is not, you know, moves that seven footers do just not even Jokic, you know, different style of player, of course,
0: but yeah, because he's much more athletic than you. Like, people don't think of Embiid. And and that's not because Jokic is unathletic necessarily. But, but like, I'm not, like, dissing Jokic. I actually, you know, I previously was not a fan of Jokic. I'm, he's awesome now. I can't even deny it. Uh, but with Embiid, yeah. like, he's just very fast. You know, like like we mentioned on the previous one, he's been dunking a lot more now. You know, uh, once he gets the ball, he just takes it and goes. And I honestly don't blame him. He makes quick decisions, unlike most of the players on the team. The only guy I trust to run a fast break more is Maxi since we're not including Simmons, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, it's been, it's been cool to see him add new elements of his game. This season <laughs> is definitely better than last season. Like before, I think I asked you uh, on like last podcast, I believe I asked you if he was, th- if he was playing better post COVID than he was last year in his MVP season. And before it was like a debate. But now, if you look at what Embiid's doing post COVID, he's averaging 32 points, five assists and 11 <laughs> rebounds. And no, he's, he's doing that same. on shooting 51% from the field, 35%. 36% from three, 82 from the line. The crazy thing for me is that those percentages aren't even like unsustainable. There's, and I, I want to talk about it now with Tyrese Halliburton. Like people have been pointing out Halliburton's numbers without Fox as like a this is why we should trade for Halliburton thing. And in those games, he's shooting like 55% from three, but we know he's not a 55% three shooter. Like the thing about him, beat is he can keep doing this. I fully believe it. He, he's so skilled. Injuries are always going to be an issue, but I don't see any reason why. I also think he's going to age well. Like, he might just age like Dirk on the offense. He's, al- he's always been a better defensive player than Dirk was. I don't yeah. know what are your thoughts.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, you're right about the. I, I hope you're right about the aging thing, but there's no one in the in the league that can stop him one on one. There just isn't. There's not a guy that exists. I mean, the closest one besides be Steve Kerr.
0: Just kidding.
1: Hey, um, well, yeah, let's do us. But come on, I mean, the closest guy is Gobert, and he can't even stop him if we're being and they don't play him. Well,
0: honestly, job. it probably isn't even him. It's like Valen. It might actually be like Jonas Jonas is the M. B is the closest thing. But even then, that might just be from a while ago. I don't remember the last time that he's played with Valentine. I, I mean, we played the Pelicans earlier this year, but that was Hernan Gomez. and
1: uh, Yeah, it wasn't even him. Yeah, I was I was at that game. What a what a, what a fun game to be at. <laughs> be just with them.
0: <laughs> any, any thoughts uh, on that from being in person? Is there anything you did? Oh, and,
1: uh, it was great. I mean, just to see him be, and it really is kind of funny. And B knows this year, especially without Simmons, like he's doing a lot more of the ball handling. It, it really is. Like, he's well, that's what I'm saying. Court.
0: Before these, and he even mentioned that in the game that you know, before we had one of the best transition players in the league. So I would pick up the ball off of a rebound. I'd give it to him. And yeah, now that, no, now, now it's like,
1: which, which allows him and the reason his production, the points that he's putting up is so much better is because he gets, he's able to get into his, his rhythm and he gets the ball. So, yeah, I don't know what his touches are, whatever it is, but he gets the ball so much that like, it's hard for him not to score 30 points. I feel like it really is like yeah, with, and- the, with the volume that he shoots at.
0: Yeah. You're, you're, you're right. And, speaking of dominance you also went to the orlando game i believe right
1: uh yes, yes yeah was so that honest.
0: that was when he scored 50 and i don't even know how many minutes <laughs> correct play, like play. 27 27 27 right 27 yeah his points per his per points per minute is incredible this year he just continues to score more than he actually plays in terms of minutes wise um yeah that was also funny just because you got to watch Mo Bamba turn into the greatest center oh my god he the first half and then he saw him beat in the second half uh that was a entertaining as hell game but we all know about this, uh <laughs> about that. So it's hard to, to keep
1: describing how good he is. He's just he's just that good. It, it, there's no words.
0: No, it really is because he turned he added guard skills, which is like if you were to look at the guy from when he entered the league, when he entered the league, what made him awesome was that he could shoot and he was extremely athletic and he was tall. Yeah. And but now it's like, oh, he can dribble. He has like IQ, he can get fouled, he, he's a lot like better in the post. You know, it, like he's added so much skill to the game. Some yeah. other n- number one picks on our team don't do that uh, <laughs> offensively, true. of course. Very true. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been incredible to watch. Uh, so many fun games, and, and this is a joyless team outside of Embiid and Maxi. Still, like I stand by that. Like our our earlier pods, I don't really regret any of my takes. I think they're gonna fall through the standings pretty soon after this. By the way, they have a not a draw with Jinx them, but we have a rough schedule coming up, and we've had some pretty easy games.
1: They do a few, yeah, yeah. Mavericks. But I'm just looking at a few of the game. Mavericks, Bulls, Suns, Thunder. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's a couple though down the line that are just you play some real teams coming
0: up. Yeah. But I should mention, I mean, uh, if we win tonight, aren't we the? I mean, we're st- we're not the one seed, I think, but we're right now the two seed. So we are
1: certainly. one game back from the Bulls, uh, and the Bulls play tomorrow night. So yeah, I guess and we'll meanwhile, the Nets
0: are almost a playing team. Wonder where James Harden wants to play.
1: <laughs> the Nets are the six seed. Yeah, 29-21 right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the horns, I actually think are pretty close to them, relatively, but we should one, mention yeah. we're all close. I, I, I everyone is close. Up, yeah. I think we're going to end up like the six seed still. I, I don't think we're going to be this high, which is kind of why I, well, wanted.
1: I I, hear you, th- but what I, do think you think? The, I think the cabs will drop. Uh, they're
0: a good team. Yeah, we, we both don't buy the cabs that much. And no, if we do make no. a move at the deadline, like a, I, I will get into it, but I, I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but if we did make a substantial move, like we could be very good. Yes. We're currently getting nothing out of
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent and and also i think the bulls have potential to, to drop i mean i don't know how long lonzo is out for
0: yeah well they, they just have the injuries and then plus like do we really think DeMar DeRozan is going to keep this up through the entire that's, season i know yeah, that's the other thing there's too. no reason to kind of like doubt him but i'm just saying he's not going to be this good he'll still be yes very
1: good. yes yeah he's a good player but is he to the level of like a superstar no no but he's been playing like one recently um but yeah, I think they'll drop. And I think the Sixers, I, I still have them around the 3-4. I think i moved up. I was 4-5 earlier. We'll see. It, it should be interesting to see how the season plays out, trade deadline. So there's a lot of moving pieces still.
0: Yeah, so, and uh, since I was briefly talking about Halliburton, we're going to talk about the Kings game. I'll let you. What What did you think of Halliburton?
1: Oh, my God. Well, after watching that, I was like, I'll trade Simmons for just him in a heartbeat immediately. <laughs> but because uh, I don't watch a lot of Kings games, admittedly. Uh, but to see him uh, just kind of dominate from the perimeter and just do what he does with that ugly jump shot that just goes yeah, in. yeah
0: that that's why like <laughs> we have my draft pod um still it's uh, a good listen i had him ranked really low because i was like there's no way that fucking shot's gonna pan out and it, it is so. it works
1: so yeah it works for him so hey, hey lethal you know, credit to him credit to him uh yeah but, but no so I, I just want to
0: say like i know he lit us up i felt like he was it was just bad defense uh we had curry on him a lot too Classic doctor. but I'm not, i'm not just saying that like I'm not just, but I like he had that one shot in the corner that was crazy. Like, I'll give him credit, of course. And, you know, he was making all the shots. So, credit to him as a shooter. But although I thought there was just overreactions from that, Simmons is still a much better player. Uh, Obviously, I'd probably do Halliburton for Simmons. But Uh, yeah, just at this point, I just just want to say I thought people were overreacting. He's not that guy every night. Uh, He's been pretty hot shooting. And I still think he probably is a good shooter at this point. I got to buy it, even though it looks ugly.
1: You're, would you, uh, would you take him over Fox though, or no? You're still thinking Fox.
0: It, Fox is a better player. I still okay. stand by that. I know everyone hates him, but he does make thirty million a year, where Halberton makes eight. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. What, what? Who would you? It, who would you take? I think everyone thinks Halberton's more valuable at this point.
1: Well, that's the thing. I know Fox is having such a bad season. Right? He's been injured recently. I mean, I haven't kept up with the Kings to really even give my opinion on this. I know. I mean, at least I think Fox is probably a better player based on what I've seen.
0: Yeah, we're earned. probably we're probably uh, in our own sphere there i, I think <laughs> most people would think that halberton projects to be better i just i just question the things we need like halberton would be a really great guy to play with ben simmons some guy who could dribble like he's not a go-to guard now you could argue like maxi might be that guy and maxi at you know tyree squared backcourt uh could maybe be something but I, I don't know like he doesn't have he can't create that much yeah yeah even though even though he was open like i don't know i he just i i, I wonder how his game's going to translate into the playoffs i wonder how he would translate as a primary ball handler i know there's the small sample size without fox but once again it is the kings teams don't game plan for it correct like that like i i don't i don't really know what to to think and it'd be interesting. I, i'm not as, i guess i should j- just say i'm not as sold on him as everyone else is, but it was impressive
1: well of course and then it goes back to hey what's the fit with your superstar player joel Embiid, bean and that's always going to be a well, question i think
0: he's what. an incredible fit i just think he can't create which we need and we'd probably have to trade him or someone else for someone that's a better creator yeah yeah so um yep, i agree all right that will probably wrap it up on like the games that we've you know discussed we've mm-hmm. you know, had a few of them but uh i don't know is there any other of the games you would like to mention no nah, i mean
1: you hit a lot of them i think it's it's just been a good run they're on a five game win streak the sixers so hopefully i mean you know they <laughs> so we listen to the Wizards, without,
0: which, I, we, without
1: which, yeah, which we've lost to last time we played, I believe. I think we, yeah, we yeah, did. And Embiid always this
0: gets injured versus the Wizards. So this could be the worst podcast of all Oh, my things. God. Oh, my God. Knock jinx. on
1: wood. I'm knocking on so much wood right yeah. now. <laughs> Let's hope not.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. But uh, yeah. So, all right. Um, I guess we'll get into uh, our, our since this kind of goes into recent play. I just mm-hmm. want to briefly discuss it before we talk about like Simmons and trades and everything that happens. So we would both listen Sixers podcast we just went about Embiid we both think he's the MVP but I want to give Jokic's credit like it is a three-person race which crazy that it's two centers in a league where everyone's talking about oh the guard like the guards get all the hype but the two front runners for MVP I would say are Embiid and Jokic and then Giannis I would say Giannis is probably a lot closer Giannis might be two for all I know Mm -hmm. uh in that race but like I don't know. Like, I think it's it's going to be one of those three would be my guess. I mean, you know, barring injuries to anyone. Uh, what are what are your, what are your thoughts? Also, well, it's just crazy that Embiid might be second all, team All-NBA just because of the dumb rules.
1: So. Yeah. No, it is. It's very dumb. It's the, that's one of the dumbest things ever. I hate the All-NBA teams because they, <laughs> should, they should both make Two it.
0: seasons in a row, he's been the second best player in the league. <laughs> and, well, I mean, yeah. like, he could be the I best. Think I think he's the best one this year. But I think last year, in, without injury, he was probably the best player. Correct. And he didn't didn't make an all NBA. Like, so if you're just looking at all the all NBA teams, you see a bunch of second place managers. You're like, Oh, this guy wasn't the best center in the league. It's like, well, it was a really a debate and he was better than like Luca last year. It's one
1: a one B it's one a one B. But what I will say is that, um, you know, he, he's been dominant. I think if he stays healthy, like last season, he's the MVP. If he continues his play, which, you know, if he's healthy and playing to what he can play, there's no reason why he shouldn't be Jokic is a great player like I said it's 1a 1b it really is that close um but in B, 34 uh points per game in the month of January 10 rebounds I mean led his team to actually a better record if you look at the stats his Jokic just saying
0: uh, yeah I'm not I'm not a team record guy but you also do have to look at the fact that we're playing without Sims I know that he doesn't have Murray and whatever but we have to deal with a fucking crazy situation he just knows Murray's injured and he's probably coming back at some yes. point and Michael Porter yes um, to his credit and this is not me like once again I'm not Jokic is incredible he's a, He's probably a top five player in the league. So, uh, I would say Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic are all top five players. With the other two being Durant and LeBron. Per- uh, yes,
1: yes, and but, uh, but I, I think I think Embiid's just better. I mean, it's it's right. okay to say Jokic is great, but just not as good as Embiid. He's very close. It is, there, but there's a couple things that Embiid does better. Yes, Jokic is a better passer by far. We all agree,
0: but defensively, he's it, better. It is by far because he's one of the best passers in the league. But like yes. to Embiid's credit, Embiid made that gap a lot closer. Like he used to be like a a below average passer. I was probably what I don't think it was bad. I think he was turnover prone, but he would also make occasional nice passes. Now he's his cut IQ, down the turnovers. His IQ is way passes. better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it helps not having Simmons probably to to get Correct. better uh, better looks to teammates because there's a lot more space. People can't double off of you know the deal
1: correct six years down 12 by the way in the Wizards game so yeah
0: well it's the second quarter when we're doing this but still early we'll see yep um and just mentioning the Wizards so this is what what I really want to talk about uh there was other you know reports or whatever but Bradley Beal I I think is just a more I don't think I think he is probably the most obvious trade candidate for Ben Simmons right now And, and yes you're not like I don't know how Instagram works with other fan bases. I assume you don't interact with Wizards fans very often.
1: Not too right. often. <laughs> okay. On Twitter,
0: like I look up, they all hate Bradley Beal. <laughs> like, like I've seen so many Wizards fans posting, like, please, like, let's trade him for Simmons. And granted, they they have a lot of points. Bradley Beal has been playing terribly this year. The reason why the Wizards are bad, they don't have a great team around him. No one's doubting that. But like, he is a thousand times worse than he was last season. And what what
1: happened? Does anyone know? Was well, he just... doesn't
0: play with Russell Westbrook, the goat. But uh, okay. no, uh, I, I well, I do think that's part of it. But I'm just saying, like, he's not a natural point guard. He sucks on defense. He doesn't even really try on defense. Apparently, they hate Dinwiddie too. So, like, it sounds like a tough situation in general. But, and once again, I don't think the team's incredibly talented, but they should be better than some of the teams ahead of them just just because of Bradley Beal. Yes, and, yes. And he and the reason why they end he's shooting like 30% for three. Like if you look at his numbers compared to Tobias, they're actually not that much different than Tobias, which is why I can understand Wizards fans turning on him. And just to keep, I'm going to keep going with the negatives, I guess, because I'm, while I'm at it, like he's shooting less threes, less free throws, like, like noticeably less than he was in previous years. And it's not like he's old. He's 28. He's in the prime of his career. Uh, but yeah, shooting less free throws, less threes, just shooting way less efficient in general. The assists are like, the highest they've been in like two years but i don't know yeah. he's been he's been pretty bad i'm wondering what his trade value is right now and I, I guess i should mention too expires at the end of the year well he has a player option but he's going to decline that he wants the super max but like i said he's putting up tobias harris kind of numbers mm-hmm. uh and we all know what maxing tobias harris looks like i super maxing bradley beal might make him a bad contract so a i wonder what the sixers level of interest would be and b i'm wondering what the wizards or thinking in terms of do you give him a max um but i don't know it's, what do you think of him as a trade target
1: it's tough it's tough i do it in a heartbeat um i know his stats are bad uh, whatever it is this season he's playing i saw him last year in the playoffs uh he had some really good games he really yeah, he, did he,
0: i was there for every game and, he's, uh, a, tour, so.
1: he's a natural scorer it gives you offense you can bring him beat out be perfect and ha- fit and have Beal – you can take him beat out and then have Beal just kind of do his thing, get points. And, and remember, he, like you said, he's playing on the Wizards. They're not exactly uh, you know, the best team in the league. So having a superstar like Joel Embiid takes so much pressure off you as a player. Beal doesn't have to be that number one guy because he's not really a number one guy. Embiid is. Embiid's talented enough to be a number one guy. Um, but when you bring Beal on here to be a second option, really, and then have Tobias as a third, whatever the trade is, whoever leaves, whatever – to have Tobias as a third, it just makes your team so much deeper. You can have better rotations. Just the whole thing, I would do it in a heartbeat, absolutely, to bring Bradley bill here.
0: Well, 100%. I'm not I'm not just saying for Simmons because I still think we'd have to give up extra in that. But I, I guess I should ask you, how much extra would you be willing to give up for Bradley Beal?
1: Well, listen – if his value's down, I mean, I really would not like to attach Matisse or Maxi. Well, same
0: th- I, I would also say that You know, value is down. <laughs>
1: so. They're both down. They're both uh, yes. But like if if you have to attach Maxi or Matisse, I, I don't know. Do you do that? Because personally I'm I'm still thinking about you,
0: it. You definitely you 100% don't do it for Maxi. And yeah. I'm I've always thought we kind of overrate Maxi in these things but, but now, like yeah, you might yeah. rather i could argue maxi more valuable than beale straight up. i mean if you just look at what the numbers <laughs> they're doing one player is making one like two million dollars a year the other one's making uh you know yeah. about to be yeah. a super max deal on, on, yeah. at a, age 28 in which he's shooting 30 percent from three yeah. And, yeah like that's his strength and that's why i I, I was mentioning his numbers just yes. to, you know for the audience that doesn't know five point three attempts per game his career average is six but even the last two years six point two uh eight point four seven point three six point five seven point two now he's shooting five point three why is he shooting two less threes a game than he was in 2017 there's just so much about like it i i don't watch the wizards all the time obviously so like you know i I don't know what he does but i do know he's not a natural point guard so like maybe that role is kind of hurting him because without russell westbrook and without john wall he's that's what he's doing but he had he had plenty of time to play without John Wall before because Wall was always.
1: in. Yeah, here. and it's not like it's not like he comes to Philly. We have a true point guard. Like we don't we don't have one either, to be honest. But but well, to I think Beale- him and Maxi he-
0: would be a nice fit because we still have Embiid and like a lot of them. You know, you go to Maxi and exactly. Beal for shot creation, and then Beal can Beal's better passer than Maxi. Well, so. we've
1: talked about it since day one. I mean, if you can get a talented player, regardless of fit or whatever, like if you can acquire talent, like Bradley Beal is a talent. Like, that's a guy that wins games and can put up points and is a talented player. Like, no matter what his stats say this season, yeah, he's playing on a shitty team, whatever. But, you know, if you can bring him with Embiid, I mean, that's that's a duo I would love to see, 100%. And,
0: and I do think if you were able to keep, because he's a shitty defender, so you got you, you would ideally want to keep Thibel as well as Maxi. Yes. Uh, which, I'm not breaking news, but I'm just saying you might have to throw in, like, a shit ton of picks if you do that. You might have to throw in Seth, which I wouldn't mind because at that point, if we have Seth, Beal, Maxi, and, you know shake and whatnot i i'm just saying it's a lot of guards and you can't play curry at the same time as beal anyway yeah so it is a lot he'd be getting like eight minutes a game but uh i'm just saying if anyway back to my larger point if you have feibel beal uh maxi harris and Embiid, i think that actually could win the east and i'm i actually think they would be i'm still terrified of the nets i think we would be the best team outside of the nets in the East, and we'd have a much better shot at winning the title than we did last year with with the lineup we had because this one's just a better fit. Yes, feels nearly as talented as. Since.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yes, yes. If you can acquire Bradley Beal without giving up those pieces, yes, yes. I mean that that's a very talented team. I mean, just Beal and How would you feel alone. giving
0: up Seth though? Because I know you're poor. Yeah, Seth. Seth,
1: Seth would know. hurt, but you're getting back. You're getting back Beal, who's just a, a better overall player by far. Um, I, I think, you know, Seth is maybe a little better of a pure shooter, but like he does nothing else that, you know, Beal can do. So, it, it's
0: well, just... yeah, Seth's obviously a better pure shooter, but Beal, you would think can create his own shot way better. And you would think you would be shooting more threes than Seth. Yes. You would be, you know,
1: talents, talent, you acquire Beal. It's a very talented we don't, player. We don't have
0: many to... people that can get to the line either. So you'd be no, fine.
1: there isn't, there's very few. I mean, Max, he's one of them be, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one, I have, a, um, I have. Is Bertons and Beal. Now Bertons I actually think would be like a solid Sir player here. Go, uh baby. he um yeah, uh he's has a horrendous contract, he makes 16 million a year for four years. <laughs> I see. So I think that's how you add how you you know avoid including Maxi and and uh Thibel yep. is if you took on like Bertons and then you do Ben, Danny, Shake, Jaden Springer, like two to three first round picks and i uh, i don't know would you do that yes all right same here yes uh yeah and then if you have to include seth in the deal i don't know how salaries would work maybe they have another contract they want to stick us with because they mm-hmm. you know, hate us but i throw seth in there there's pretty much outside of anyone i named in the well aside from tobias i'd love if they took tobias uh <laughs> aside from you know the four others that i named in the starting lineup like i'm pretty much well, i would throw in anyone the hell if they want Hall, who's never going to get a shot here because doc rivers hates young players and young players should hate doc rivers who knows but uh um, it's a
1: two-way relationship yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean I, I guess you kind of like dance around it you wouldn't do it with maxi right in that deal i'm I not would, just saying in this deal if it was just like simmons and maxi for him
1: yeah you do I, that. I i can't trade maxi and and honestly I couldn't and, even and, trade and then what about
0: simmons and viable
1: yeah and i struggle i struggle to even put I'll say there. A pick as well i really do i, I really struggle to put five well just there.
0: because like i said if you have beal and you have Seth, and you have You're just losing so Maxie. much defense You're setting just get Simmons in
1: Yeah, it's just so much defense out the window. It's just like, it's tough. Yeah.
0: Like, for but all yeah. the shit we give Simmons, like, he, we wouldn't have even been, if he was playing that poorly and not playing elite defense on Trey Young, we would have lost by, like, 30 every game. Correct, correct. Trey would have gone crazy. I mean, we saw what happened when Danny Green was assigned to him.
1: Oh, Game one, never forget.
0: Oh yeah, we gosh. could have, maybe we could have won the fucking series if Doc just didn't do
1: that. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. And we but... wouldn't be in the situation,
0: but here we are yep uh yeah so pretty much anyone are- and, anyone and-
1: outside of maxi matisse and bede uh I don't know if you can throw in hours of course but yeah i mean those guys are pretty much locks like i want them on the team they're not untouchable but you know you can't really yeah. trade them
0: right yeah um we're in agreement I-, I should mention that the reports are saying it's the same bradley beal has like the same reports as ben simmons shooting videos like where it's like I don't know, he might want out of Washington, and then he never wants out of Washington, and I do think Bradley Beal's a loser, I should say. I hate, like, sticking guys' terms. I I don't think that just because his teams have been bad. I think the fact that he wants to just stay in Washington doesn't really care about his career. The fact that he's content with, like, KCP. Like, it's the same thing I think about Dame, honestly. Uh, Even though Beal, I should say, was incredible in the playoffs the last time he was there, but he's playing on, like, the the kings of the, the East, and meanwhile, he's like, yeah, I love it here. This is great. Like, dude, come on. Like, you're in the, you're never going to play basketball again after this like like I know these guys want to be Dirk or whatever like that's the exact they always say Dirk and Giannis it's but like Beale's nowhere near on the level of either of those guys he, he's never gonna he's never gonna be the guy to bring a championship to Washington I know he might like the Correct. cities and and everything like his life you can find cool cool spots in any city That most guys seem to like the cities that they're drafted to you rarely hear the guy like doing being like fuck I hate Milwaukee but I you know like yeah yeah
1: no 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 Exactly. It's not, it's not about that. It's just their loyalty and the whole thing. But it's like, if you're not good enough, like, isn't the goal to win the championship, you want to have the best odds to win. I mean, go play with some stars. I mean, it's not, it's not cheap. I mean, oh, I mean you saw what Durant did, but that's a different topic.
0: Right. Yeah. And, um. but yeah, so Beal, same, he, once again, things were kind of the game. He's like, yeah, he's kind of open to a trade, but I do think the contracts worrisome. I'm not saying it's like a slam dunk deal, even though we were like very into doing it then we'd have to super max him or we could, you know, trade him in a harden sign trade if we were really going to still go for that, which I'm also not full on board on the Harden trade. I would say the nice thing about Beale is that he is twenty eight and at thirty two or whatever Harden is. I'm not not quite sure, but yep. Harden also looks like he's declining, where Beale just looks like he's missing shots but and playing, you know, differently uh than what he used to. I think he can easily get right back on track. I'm not sure what Harden's looking like next year. I would
1: agree. Yeah. No, it's nice. Um, I mean, you get Bill, get Bill. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. So Ben Simmons, well, this will probably, you know, (laughs) wrap things up here, but more Ben Simmons reports, Ramona Shelburne uh, reporting, you know, did you see the quotes?
1: (laughs) Uh, I did not see all of them. I saw a few.
0: Okay. So Ramona Shelburne was talking about how Ben Simmons was so mad at, at Embiid for, like, Talking about the play, which if whenever people look at that video, they only see the first like twenty seconds. I think Rich Hoffman was the guy who originally tweeted out. I feel like he really fucked us because he only tweeted out like the first ten seconds. But then Embiid goes to mention the missing of the actual free throw and then Embiid turning the ball over. But you know he began it with you know mentioning Simmons passing out of the dunk. So anyway, Shelburne reported that he was so mad about that when Ben didn't say shit about uh you know about uh. Him playing poorly against the Raptors, which, a he, he, he didn't play poorly, but he, I think he said shooting poorly. But Embiid was like a plus ninety in that series, and Simmons was a minus something. I forget what it was. And Simmons mm-hmm. got destroyed by Kawhi Leonard on defense, and he was not very active. He averaged like eleven and five, I think, in that yeah. series. Yeah. uh so I just thought that was ridiculous. I, I don't know did, what what else did you think about the the Simmons reports.
1: No, I thought it just. I think it's interesting to find out all the beef kind of after with the and Simmons. I mean, you knew it was always there. You you knew there was something, and I mean, he's been out the whole year for a reason. I mean, it's it's because he personally doesn't like the team he's on or the, the players that he's played with, and he's he played like shit and he can't handle it. Um, that's pretty much it. And it's just it goes back to not owning up to your mistakes, not working on you know just getting better at basketball at the sport that you're paid thirty five or thirty whatever it is million to to play um and now we're at this point where we're kind of screwed but it's just funny to see those comments come out way after the fact uh, but you know it's it's typical Ben Simmons and that's the type of person and player that he that he is it's unfortunate because he's talented but personality wise now we're here
0: yeah the other thing he or was mentioned in the report was that he ignored all of Doc Rivers phone calls and texts but he still thought Doc Rivers could have done more to reach out like he should have showed up to LA to like reach out to him it's like Dude, answer your fucking phone. Like, yeah. what are you playing hard to get for?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Simmons. Simmons thing, I have no idea. You know, he he's playing the superstar treatment. It's like, it's like, you're good. You're not. Well, it's not even superstar
0: bad. treatment. If my coach called me thousands of times and I was ignoring his calls, I would probably not want to see him. I don't know why he's like, man, I wish my coach would would visit me unannounced. Yeah, if you yeah, if you, you want that and pick up the phone.
1: No, it's, a, it's typical excuses. That's all it is. That's all it is.
0: Like, actually, with a nice step I, back, you can't there, just show up unannounced. I Appreciate it. That would be great for the people when they're they're like, oh yeah, that was the
1: <laughs> oh, what a move. And it ties the game up at fifty four apiece. By the way, Sixers did come back in this one. Uh, but yeah, I do agree with this image. This image right. the Simmons. The
0: Simmons. Right. Um, other things that were in that report, pretty obvious stuff. Not going to play for us if he's not traded, but it probably won't. They did say they would meet again. Um, I don't know if that was the Shelburne report. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But he's going to meet with like management again if he's not traded.
1: Oh, what, Josh Harris. is going to, he's going to sell everything.
0: <laughs> I, God, no, I, I, I guess if he's meeting with, you know, Maury and everything. Uh, yep. But, but yeah, I mean, we all know. Also, did you see the Shaq?
1: Oh, ripping into him. Ripping yeah, into that was incredible. For those yeah.
0: who, please just find it because I, I can't do it. It's but I just video. think it's interesting to mention that Shaq also went to LSU and they're like the two of the better players in the history of the program. Shaq being the best, but like, ben simmons is probably the highest drafted uh in the program i mean he won since then like i'm just saying like yeah no no definitely definitely Uh, so like you would think that they were close before somewhat you know just from being lsu i assume he praised him before because he went to lsu and uh, meanwhile (laughs) he like eviscerated him and then praised joel who he usually hates because he's a that you're well
1: no it, than him. no it, it looks like it at this point um <laughs> but no, i'm glad i'm glad shaq spoke up i mean honestly that's a nba veteran that of course everyone yeah, respects and you know to have have a guy like that kind of say that basically you're a crybaby you're kind of a bitch um it, it's it's refreshing honestly uh but yeah and then you saw the other quote too i'm assuming where we don't give an f about money basically yes
0: that, and that, yeah that's what i was gonna yep. say wraps into it like yeah they don't care about money which <laughs> i i We've gathered that he spent two hundred fifty thousand on an NFT, uh-huh. uh, and is refusing to play basketball. Like I, I'm sure he does, but I do. I mean, this isn't even me praising Simmons. Of course not. I do like that he's done doing like the mental health bullshit and is basically just saying, "I want out." Respect,
1: no respect. <laughs> like took like it out. was
0: way more annoying when he was like, "I'm not mentally ready," and there was you know the first Shams Shams report where it was like. I'm not against playing, but you know I don't want to. And they like we all got to take more responsibility. Like I'm glad he's just at this point. He's like, "Fuck it, I want out of here."
1: Like, yeah, and we I'm knew we knew respectfully. We knew. Oh it was yeah, cap. we we, knew
0: it. we absolutely knew. But I'm just saying, it's I I don't I hated the like facade earlier in the year when he was leaking to shams that them finding him is not helping his mental health. It's like <sighs> fuck off, dude. It's
1: like yeah, <laughs> go play basketball. Come I can't.
0: On. I cannot imagine. Just playing, being a professional athlete and just opting out of a year of your prime because your feelings are hurt and like not even just losing the money just to just to be, uh, you know,
1: everything, every I mean, just reputation in general, the whole the way people look at Ben Simmons now is completely different. Honestly, the way people perceive you—I mean, look at look at Shaq for example. It's not that he's playing bad. Simmons right now—he's not even playing. I mean, that's and that's got Shaq fired up. So the way that people perceive this guy for the rest of his career, no matter where he goes, it's going to be super interesting because it's not like he's going to retire, right? He's still going to be in the NBA. I mean, I, it's just going to be very interesting to watch wherever Simmons ends up and, and plays gonna be really interesting to watch and when he comes back in philly i want to buy that ticket and go to that game
0: everyone does but i think he's gonna sit out honestly probably will. I, I think if he goes to another team he's not gonna play in philly until it's like he till he has to yeah, <laughs> like
1: yeah it's, it's gonna be it's like really a few important. years down the line even then but yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: because i mean it'll dissipate like we i assume we don't boot Jimmy butler as aggressively as we used to because i assume well partially ben simmons has made people like butler okay <laughs> but uh, uh the other yeah. the other crazy thing i thought was that simmons was like bitching about not about um, how people kept finding his, where he would work out. So he was forced to go back to the Sixers practice facilities. Like, dude, what did you think? You're a seven foot basketball player. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to notice when you and Dion waiters are playing in yeah, a local high school.
1: You're all up in a Lambo. Like it's not that <laughs> hard to find. <laughs> I, know. Like, <laughs> I know.
0: I don't know. He is just so whack. And like, you know, we have both defended Simmons, the player, and I've always been a guy it's like team should want to trade for him i will say even at this point i would be skeptical i'm like if this dude's like i said willing to in a sport where you can only play for you know with him he relies so much on on athleticism he he might only be in the league for like 12 years and he's just like opting out of one year it's weird yeah it's weird it's crazy um
1: that's a nuts it's nuts it really is
0: yeah uh, do you think he gets traded by the deadline
1: uh i'm gonna say no I'm going to say no, unless the Beal starts to pick up, uh, you know, real, some real traffic. That's. that's I, I don't one. think
0: Beal's going to get traded at the the deadline. I think if we were to trade him, it would be. I think that one might be an off season like sign trade. Even though I spent a lot talking about it, I think that's more off season. Yeah, yeah. Then like I, if Harden falls through or something.
1: Yeah, like if there's not a player a Beal or whatever level like that, you know, that caliber, I, I don't think that there's going to be a trade. And so far, it, it looks like a no. really yeah.
0: Thing. I I would i would generally agree with you on that uh i guess i should mention kings kind of pulled out of trade talks apparently but there's no way they actually pulled out um there was also another report that that was now like we'll get a couple
1: of bombs on, on uh oh no Korea,
0: they just okay. keep going back and forth it's all like public pandering i think i think the kings are still very likely yep. if, if he does get traded i i would kind of be shocked if it's not the kings honestly um i don't know i don't know we that's what we said to start the year but we thought it was going to be for fox do you still think it would be the kings if he were to get traded
1: Wait, we'll rephrase that again. What was this? What, what if Sims, Sims gets traded,
0: do you think it'll be to the Kings, or do you like who would be your guess right now?
1: Uh I mean, I'm I'd rather honestly be to the Wizards. No, I agree.
0: But who do you think it would be?
1: <laughs> the Kings have the. I feel like the Kings have the most traction. At least there's, they've been in so many trade talks that I, yes. I'm assuming it would be the Kings. The, the
0: Hawks are a weird fit with Collins, and that was like the other one.
1: Yeah. Now it'll be interesting to see. I mean, hopefully, I, I don't know. Hopefully, we get a, a really good player. It's to be tough though.
0: That's the idea. Hard hitting analysis from you. All right. Uh, Thank you.
1: Thank you. Listen, I don't have much to say. I mean, it's pretty much at this. No, point, we, it's, we it's talk about
0: every episode. I wasn't, I was,
1: I understand. Brother. I wasn't
0: giving you shit. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Um, Malts, where can they find you?
1: Well, per usual, you can find me on Instagram at Sixers.mania. You know, we always check the DMs, so feel free there. Also on the relevant app, link in bio on Instagram. Feel free to stop by there and and chat up. But, yeah, it's pretty much everything.
0: Yep. Uh, Hopefully we win this Wizards game. We're down five at halftime as we speak. Uh, If anything crazy happens, who knows? I might sit on this episode for, like, until the game's over just to see if, you know, something happens. But, Uh Um. Yeah, otherwise, uh, find me, Will Coffrin, Instagram, Twitter. If you can spell Coffrin, you can probably find me. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, beat
1: MVP. I got to say that real quick. And beat yeah, we'll, MVP. We'll,
0: we'll be back relatively soon, of course. MVP for MVP. Uh, we'll be back relatively soon to talk, you know, whatever happens at the deadline. Or if, for some crazy reason, Benson is traded in the next two days, we'll do a fucking pot. Well, let's um, hope. Yeah, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Until next time.